been pulling back and boy I tell you what hopefully we're going to see it move much better uh, now that uh, some of the we're getting into earnings season so it's kind of good we uh, we definitely had a a nice uh, a nice bounce today and I think that uh, you know hopefully we're going to see some nice uh, uh, some nice action I have some stocks that uh, are that might be of interest to everybody there um you know that might make uh, might make sense to uh people out there so uh without uh, further ado let's get into some of the uh some of the stocks um here's basically what happened with the uh stock market today the dow jones was uh was up about 0.78% and the s&p 500 it uh, it's looking uh, very good. The, the the true winner of the day, of course, was the Nasdaq. It was up eight one point eight one percent. So that indeed is looking very very good there as well. So uh, also um, we are starting to see some change now. Here is an area of the market that uh, I hadn't really been doing much with, and that is the REIT area. Just wanted to put out uh, you know wanted to put out there something out there for somebody for. Some people here that they might, I don't own this stock currently, but I've been doing some research on it, and it might be something that uh, is setting up very nicely. So, you know, you might want to consider this one. This is an interesting play because it is a REIT, and um, REITs typically do pay a dividend. Now, we're in a high interest rate environment, so people are looking for earnings right now, and this one seems to have it. It's called Rexford Industrial Realty, and it's based in Los Angeles. And basically what this stock does is it's a REIT and it pays, it has industrial properties. Uh, and of course, as you know, because of the supply chain issues, uh, we are seeing some very, very strong numbers in, in, the, uh, in, in the industrial real estate area. Now, m- m- you know, there are parts of the real estate area that, that you don't want to be, probably be involved with, like offices. Not a very good area, but industrial real estate is doing well. Storage is doing well. And also, there's another stock that I that I bought called American Homes for Rent, which is also doing very very well. These are income producing areas, so this is one you might want to take a look at. It's got a cup with handle formation, and as you can see, I put up here the sales increases. They've been, you know, uh, William O'Neill once said that you know, if you look at stocks that have sales that go up twenty percent every uh, quarter, you, you definitely want to take a look at them. And this is definitely the case here. Uh, last quarter, they uh, they went up, uh, the, the sales in this particular issue uh, went up um, a, a whopping 50%. They have 32% profit margins, so it's it's looking pretty good. The, currently, the stock uh, it was a little bit up after our 77.90, so price after hours. The symbol on this one, uh, is uh, <clears throat> uh, the symbol? The symbol on this one is R E X R. So Rex R, and that's one you might want to take a look at. It's a REIT, so you know it's going to be a little bit slower moving than normal, but it just happens to be in a relatively good uh, buying range. Now I want to show you. I don't own this one currently, but uh, you know I am looking possibly to to add in this particular area because it, it does appear that this area is a 
good area to kind of do looking for looking for stocks. Here's one that I did buy today. It's called uh, Inv- it's called American Homes for Rent. Very interesting stock because this one basically they've gone out and uh, throughout the country they have bought. Uh, they, they have bought homes. As a matter of fact, according to this, they own 57,683 single-family homes. And now most of these single-family homes are basically one to maybe uh, five to ten years old. And they typically are in the Sun Belt states where there is a lot of job growth. There's quite a few of these, of course, in Georgia, but there's also in, uh, in, in the Texas area. Texas has been a very hot market for um, for for uh, for this kind of thing, um, I'm here in Dallas. Of course, we have a lot of development here. A lot of new homes are being built here. It's one of the few places in the country where there actually are new homes available. Also in the Houston area, and uh, in uh, San Antonio, and also in um, the uh, um, in the Austin area. So uh, this this does they do have a large portfolio. I did buy this one yesterday. I bought uh, basically a very small position at forty one fifteen. Here uh, we we're up a little bit, not a lot, but we're right in the buy zone on this one, coming out of a cup with handle, and this kind of formation is very good. Now this is a REIT, so I haven't been buying REITs until just very very recently. The reason why is because you know they just haven't performed as well. But now with the emphasis on with the higher interest rates and the emphasis on uh, on return, this is a good this is a good area. One of the things about American homes is they just ha- they just issued a bunch of senior notes. I think they were borrowing for about 8.75% or something like that. A tremendous amount of money. This is less money than, than the homeowners are going to be able to get. So the idea behind this, of course, is to buy the relatively newer house uh, and, then, um, and then rent it out and then sell it in a few years, uh, with, uh, hopefully with a gain in inflation. Uh, but on the technicals on this one, looking very good. We're currently at about uh, the the 10-day line, which uh, is is a pretty good place to buy this. About forty dollars and eighty nine cents. The uh, this the went up about a percent today, and uh, in the in the week in in the month, it's been up about two percent. Now year to date, it is down a little bit, but just as you can see on this chart, it is forming this cup with handle, and uh, you know it's coming up here to. Uh, to a low, what they call a low cheat. This is what uh, Mark uh, Minervini would call a low cheat. But it's coming up, forming a handle, and uh, it just looks like it's broken above the buy point. There is a buy point on this one uh, at 41.10. We're currently at 41.52. I think it's still buyable in this range, but just a one that you might want to ticker that you might want to put in your kind of in your hat to see if uh, you know if it's something that that you might that you might be interested in. Uh, let's see. I want to show you another one that I did buy. Uh, this is also a very odd stock. <laughs> I bought this one today, and it went up. It does. It's done very nice. Made a little video about this one. Tried to put it out there on YouTube and hopefully on TikTok. And and basically, this is a fertilizer company. The number one area, believe it or not, in the market right now are fertilizer stocks. And uh, I do own another one called Nutrien. Symbol of that was NTR. This is the one I bought today. It's called ICL. And uh, it's a very, very inexpensive stock. The uh, cost per share in this one, uh, I bought it today at twelve thirty-nine. And let's just see. I just want to see the live chart on this one, see how it closed. ICL is the symbol, of course, on this one. And uh, oh, there we go, ICL. Okay, so switching on over to that chart here. Basically, 
Uh, this is not as good a buying position as uh, America Homes for Rent because it's not coming out of a cup of handle, but it did bounce off of the uh, 10-day line, and we are moving above. I did draw a little bit of a line here. This is not a full cup with handle, but this is a handle, and uh, so this is kind of where I was, I've was. i been looking at this one. Interesting thing about this one, I bought this at 1239. It's at 1250 right now, so it's up a little bit. It was a little down after hours, but it was up today. Uh, basically, it was up today about almost 5%, 4.5%. Now, remember, this is a very inexpensive stock, so, um, you know, it's it's going to be a lot more volatile. Now, here's the thing about this one. I did put a a, a stop loss on this one at about 11.15, so if it does drop back down, I will hopefully be protected on this one. Uh, but, uh, you know, when you're in this low a price of a stock, you got to be a little bit more careful. It tends to be a little bit more volatile. One thing I want to talk about ICL, though, is... Uh, it does have an excellent checklist, 100% on the O'Neill uh, checklist, which is uh, very, very good. So it's uh, it's making a new time high, and uh, it's looking pretty, pretty good. Um, we'll see. Uh, you know, we'll see how this one uh, comes out, but uh, it's moving up nicely. Just switching on over to that weekly chart, as you can see, it's just kind of been in this upward trend. Looking at the fundamentals here, uh, we've had. It, very nice growth, up 34%, up 49%, up 50 up 65%, and look at the profits. Um, the profits were up 400%. Right of the reason for this is the world, unfortunately because of this war in the Ukraine, which is a terrible thing, it's giving us an opportunity in the fertilizer stocks. There's going to be probably uh, some, some difficulty with famines, unfortunately. I mean, I, I, I'm not, you know, but typically that's how it works. Uh, if you look back at history, you have a pandemic like we did in 1918 with the uh, with the Spanish flu. And then you have um, and then you have bad harvest and then you have famine. So unfortunately, I think that's kind of the, what we're setting up for. Obviously, it won't be a situation here in the United States, but or probably in, in South America where they have very good food production. But in other parts of the world, Africa. In parts of Asia, watch out. I mean, it could be a very tough year. I mean, I think they're already having food riots in Sri Lanka, which is absolutely a tragedy. You know, they have the potential in Sri Lanka of, of famine, which is an absolute tragedy. But uh, ICL is doing very, very well, and uh, this is one you might want to take a look at as well. There's another stock also that I did buy yesterday that seems to be working very, very well today, and that's HCC. And that is, of all things, a coal company. Yeah, you think, you know, I'm, I'm, I haven't been, you know, the techs haven't been working, but a lot of these resource-based cyclical stocks seem to work very, very well. I bought this one yesterday. Uh, this is called Warrior Met Coal. And um, why is Met Coal doing well? Well, I've been told that part of the reason Met Coal is doing so well is because, um, because there's not steel, the steel production in the Ukraine and Russia and a lot of other places, because of high energy costs, uh, uh, steel production is starting to shift back to North America and where the, where the energy is relatively cheaper, believe it or not, <coughs> and more available. And one of the components of this is coal and met coal. This is the coal that's used to make steel <coughs> is a very important component of it. This company is based in, believe it or not, Birmingham, Alabama. And uh, for those you who don't know, uh, Alabama has huge amounts of coal, some of the best coal reserves, at least in the United States, and very, very good for manufacturing steel. So this has done very well. It, it bounced very nicely, convincingly off the 21-day line. 
I bought it basically at 4107. It's about 4060 40, today. That I bought it yesterday, and it does look like it's uh, look, like it's doing better after hours. I think that there is some resistance. I think it as it moves above about 40, I think we'll see it hopefully move in a better direction. So that's kind of uh, some of the ones that I've been buying as of today. Let's take a look at the small portfolio. This is the portfolio that I keep. It's a relatively small one. Uh, it's a, basically an IRA account. And uh, kind of showing you kind of what I'm doing. I trade in and out of this one. Basically, this is for swing trading purposes. Uh, and uh, let's kind of check in and see how we're doing. Well, Dollar Tree, DLTR, which is one of the ones that I've, that I've had for a few days. I've had this for about six days. It's up almost, uh, almost 6%, 568 So let's look at the live chart of Dollar Tree. DLTR, of course, is the symbol on that. Let's put that in. DLTR and yeah, there's Dollar Tree. All right, let's look at the daily chart first for Dollar Tree. I'm going to switch into that. There we go. All right, this is Dollar Tree, and as you can see, I bought it right at the top of the buy zone, went on the pullback to the 21 day line. This is a secondary buy point, not quite as good as buying it as it moves above the uh, pivot. But not a bad, not a bad, uh, not a bad entry at all. Um, this is on what they call a consolidation base, and pulled back to the 21-day line. This is kind of what you want to look for. You want to see this handle forming, and then as it pulls back, typically to a line of major resistance, the 21-day line is the where I like to go. That's an exponential moving average, so it's a little bit different, but it's an exponential moving average, and it's a 21-day line, and that typically is where. Uh, stock will bounce if it's if it has a lot of upward potential. And that's exactly what it did. It pulled back to this line, boom! It bounces up, and it's uh, it was it's up one seventy one oh seven. I bought it at one fifty seven, and that was basically about six days ago. So hopefully this will do well. This isn't quite as strong an area, uh, but it's not bad. Uh, discount stores. Uh, I decided uh, to sell Costco and buy Dollar Tree. Part of the reason I think Dollar Tree is doing so well is because of the inflation. Dollar Tree is probably less expensive than uh, some of the things that you can buy in Walmart. So limited selection, but uh, tends to do very, very well in recessions. Dollar Tree, and of course, the symbol on that one is DLTR. And I don't think it's buyable, unfortunately, right now. It is extended. So I don't think you could buy this one. Uh, right now, so this is not really right. Unlike unlike the America Home for Rent, um, uh, or or possibly Rexar, I don't think you can buy this one. It is unfortunately the 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 um, it's a little bit it's a little bit extended. So I would not buy this one right now. Uh, this one is uh, is extended. So uh, I'll just put that out there. Um, so this is extended, so probably I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be a buyer at this level. Just it's kind of the cat's out of the bag on this one. So it's just extended, and I and I just probably wouldn't be a buyer here. Uh, but it is one interesting to watch because the discount stores may see some some good movement. Uh, but uh, right now I think you got to be careful uh, in that area. I, I'm really sticking to the oils, uh, some of the fertilizer stocks, and. Uh, and I'm starting to move into some of the REITs because some of the REITs seem to be working very, very well. 
Uh, also up on Novo Nordisk, this is a healthcare stock, very safety-oriented stock. Some of the, uh, you know, for many, many years, um, the um, in the 1970s, the drug stocks did very, very well. And I think we may be returning to that in the t- a period of high inflation. Uh, they seem to be doing very, very well. Uh, I have Novo Nordisk. It's up about uh, a little under 2% in seven days. Not terribly great, but uh, not bad at all uh, either. And, of course, I talked about America Homes for Rent and ICL. These are both viable, I think, right now uh, at these levels. Uh, but I think you've got to be careful if, if you hold out a little bit more than this. ICL, of course, is the fertilizer stock. And uh, American Homes for Rent, AMR. That's a REIT that owns single-family homes. So, <laughs> I hope I've got through all of that. Here's everything that I here here's everything that I do own currently. Um, you know my full inventory in all the accounts that I manage. Dollar Tree, of course. Novo Nordisk Shell, which is up today nicely. Of course, this is the big uh, multinational integrated oil company, and I still think it's viable. Uh, I do own the Spider Healthcare. Uh, it was up. Uh, HP has been a very big disappointment. Even though it was up today, HPQ, I am looking. I'm This one's on the bubble. I may sell this. I don't know. Uh, but I did buy it a few days expecting a lot better performance from HPQ. Not, it's not happening with that stock. Lilly, of course, this is doing quite well. This is one of the big pharma stocks that I was talking about just a few minutes ago. OVV, this is a oil and gas stock. It's an E&P company. That means exploration and production. Doing quite well today um, as well. It's up. Raytheon, of course. Um, Raytheon is the world leader in making missiles. I expect a lot of sales coming from the European Union. They're going to have to buy a lot of product from Raytheon. Probably the Patriot missile, though. That's what they make. Uh, and a lot of other things, too. HCC, of course. This is the coal company. This is Warrior Met Coal. Not a very kind of an interesting run. Turnium, this is my only steel stock, TX. It's doing okay. There are probably some better ones out there. Nucor, NUE is probably the one I should be in and not Turnium, but I did buy a position in Turnium. Of course, the fertilizer company, ICL, and then America, American Homes for Rent. So I'm actually very light in terms of lightly invested. I'm about 50% in cash right now. So that's kind of where I'm at. Well, thanks for taking, uh, you know, thanks for uh, listening to my blabber. And let's get to your questions because that's the most important thing. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, hey, thank you, Ben. Uh, it's nice to see you too. What's the company? Oh, okay. The company that I think I was talking about, I was talking about two companies. There's two REITs that, uh, again, I was talking about. One of them, of course, is uh, is America Homes for Rent. This is one I think that you might want to, this is, this is very interesting to me. The symbol on this one is AMR, and uh, this is one I think that you definitely could get into. Uh, these they over own over fifty thousand homes, and uh, in the Sun Belt states, and I think that's a very good area to look at, uh, possibly right now. Um, and what's the ticker? Uh, and again, it's uh, for American Homes for Rent AMH AMH. All right. Um, okay. <laughs> so sorry about that. Uh, oh. Uh, I mentioned, uh, oh, uh, DLTR, Dollar Tree, of course, I'm in that one as well. That's done quite well. DLTR is the symbol on that one. So let's go to the TikTok, people. Thank you for holding. Matt has the first question, METC. Let's look at that, METC. 
Okay. Ramco Resources. This is another coal stock. You know what? The coal stocks have been on fire. I mean, uh, you know, I... You know, I'm not very experienced. I'll be honest with you. I'm not very experienced in trading coal stocks. This is a sort of a new area for me. Uh, you know, th- this is this is this is sort of a new area for me uh, trading these coal stocks. But you know, you you, you got to go where the, you got to go where it is. Right now, uh, this is the number two area of the entire market. Uh, fertilizer is number one, by the way. So coal and fertilizer that seems to be where the action is. Uh, would I buy this one? Well, here's the issue. Um, we kind of, the ideal day, of course, to have bought it would have been two days ago, but isn't that true with life? You know, what's the best time to buy real estate? Well, that was 10 years ago. And <laughs> what's the next best time to buy real estate? Well, that was uh, yesterday. So um, this might make some sense. We're below, you know, it's a little bit tough on this one. We have a cup formation. The actual buy point on this one is nineteen ninety nine. So basically $20.00. Um, and it does look like it's pulling back. But here's what I would do. I would wait on this one. Let's see if we get a pullback tomorrow, because I think there's a possibility that we will. But this whole group is moving, so I definitely think you can buy this. I wouldn't buy a full position here, though, uh, just because, you know, just because. Because I think that, you know, it needs to come above that $20 area. You know, the funny thing about this area, the, this energy coal sector area, is that it's just been getting all of this um all of this action so let's take a look at the entire sector because i think that that's really instructive in terms of kind of you know what is going on uh and the coal sector you know which you know you wouldn't think coal would be would be good at all i mean you wouldn't think it'd be good for anything to be honest i mean you think that you know what are we back in the 1930s well it seems like with the war and everything like that in the ukraine this area just seems to be doing great. And so the this coal area, so I'm going to show you the chart, the overall chart for the sector, and that the overall chart for the for the uh the overall chart for the sector uh for the energy coal area is uh, looks looks something looks something like this. Very interesting chart. Uh as you can see it's starting to break out. And this is why I think, you know, coal is coal is coal. Uh, but we're starting to see this breakout for this entire sector. The relative strength, 99. It doesn't get any better than that. So for if we're looking at this whole sector of the economy, this is now the number two or number three area, arguably, of all the sectors in the market currently. So, wow, that's that's kind of amazing. So let's kind of look to see what is contained in this coal sector. Well, it just appears that there's all kinds of interesting stuff in here. And I just kind of want to show you the groups. Well, we have Glencore, of course. That's a Swiss company. Peabody Coal, that's the big one, BTU. Uh, then we've got Arch Resources, uh, Alpha Mater- uh, uh, And then the one I bought today, which was Warrior, uh, that, that, that's based in Alabama, of course. Very interesting stock. Let's take a look, though. I want to take a look at Peabody. This is sort of... I, well, I guess the biggest one is Glencore. Now, the problem with Glencore is it's not just a coal company. They trade everything, so it's really this is really not probably the stock that you want. But it's a very interesting stock. I, I it's on my watch list, uh, and this one probably will do well in the future. I don't own it right now. It's not in a, a, a classic position to buy, but this is a this used to be uh, this is a commodity trading company, and they 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 basically market 
and trade commodities. And during the oil embargo in the, believe it or not, Carter administration, there was a man who headed this company, Mark Rich. I happen to know this because I read this book many years ago, who started this company. Uh, it was called Phil, It was part of Philbro Solomon here in the United States. He was actually banned. This is when we had the windfall pr uh, profits tax. I don't know if you remember that. I do. And this has got a lot of people in trouble. And it got this guy basically thrown out of the country on tax evasion. But the company survives, and it survives in Switzerland. So if we're looking at high inflation, this is one that should be definitely on your radar. It's a very interesting company. It's in the energy coal space, but it, they mine literally. They they deal with all commodities, coal, oil, um, you name it. It's called Glencore, and uh, it's only a $13 stock. So uh, this is one that I think could be very, very, very uh, big uh, in the future. Now, let's see if we can go all the way back on this one, go to the Wayback Machine here. Go to the monthly chart. As you can see, it is at the highest level it has been literally since since before. 19, it's, it's basically at the highest level that it's been ever since we have the records for this thing, since it was public. back in, And so this is one that you might want to put on your, or your watch list. It's called Glencore PLC, and it is an interesting, interesting company. But I don't own it, So, uh, but I do own... I do own uh, Warrior Coal, which is HCC, uh, that's the one I did buy today. And as you can see, that has a kind of a neat chart, too, kind of at the all-time high as well. So this group is just doing great, this coal group. But, it, you know, we have to look to see what are the setups in this group. I typically like this one. I also like Arch a lot uh, as well. Uh, so you have Arch Resources. Uh, that's another one that you might want to kind of zoom in on. But... Uh, uh, in terms of um, in in terms of Matt C, I think it you know I think it is viable uh, at this at this level. So let's let's click on back to that. But there's a lot of different uh, in this area. There's a lot of different companies that you can that you can uh, that you can uh, that, that you can get into. So this one, uh, you know, again, it's in southwestern Pennsylvania, good coal area. Uh, this is I think they produce uh, both kinds, both the energy coal for the power generation and the metal, metallurgical coal which is used in the steel production as well so uh, I would wait on this one probably wait let it pull back a little bit but I think that you can buy this one so I definitely think this is a buy and uh, it's one more one more kind of checklist thing it looks very good on the checklist uh, it's basically you know 89% on the checklist that's looking very strong let's kind of look at the fundamentals on this one I want to look at the pro you know the thing about these coal stocks, they have a very very low price to earnings ratio. As a matter of fact, the price to earnings ratio on this one relatively high, nineteen. But I mean, uh, you know, I think Warrior Coal is something like eight, HCC I think is something like eight. So good cash flow on this is one fifty one. Um, sales are moving up very nicely. Of course, the price of coal is just going through the roof, and of course profits are too. So you definitely could buy this one. I personally um, would like a one, at least in this game, I would like one with a lower uh, price-to-earnings ratio. You typically buy resource stocks a little bit differently than tech because pretty much they're selling the same thing. Um, one of the reasons I like uh, Warrior is, uh, especially because it's in, it's got a flagging pattern, one of the reasons I like Warrior is because its earnings are so strong. It's got a P-E ratio of 8, which is very, very low. 
Uh, last year, the cash float $7.32 a share, and this is a $40 stock. So go figure. I mean, you're basically buying earnings, and uh, right now the price of coal is going up, and you want the ones that pretty much have the best earnings. So that's one of the reasons why uh, I did HCC in t- in, in t- instead of Matt C. So thanks for that question very much. Let's look at Lululemon. I know they just had earnings, uh, and everybody likes their yoga pants. But not on me. <laughs> Nobody wants to see yoga pants on me. But there's a lot of people that you do want to see yoga pants on. All right. Um, and, uh, you know, here's the thing about Lulu. I'd be careful with Lulu. Uh, even though it they, they came through earnings, the earnings were great. But it's just come above that, that 200-day uh, line. Okay. it's still It's still not recovered. This stock is still... Very far down from where it was. Now, it's definitely reversing higher, but I am just not as confident in this area, the retail apparel area of the market, not doing that well. It's 141 out of 197. Now, why am I so concerned about that? Well, because there's not as much investment right now in retail. Uh, not not this kind of retail. Discount retail, different, but this this kind of retail, high-end, not doing as well, unfortunately. And if we have a lot of inflation, Lulu, even though they have a great superior product and excellent stores, I think they might be somewhat in, prob- in, in difficulty. So I would not be a buyer of Lulu. Uh, so I, I just, I probably would not, I would not be a buyer of Lulu just based on the fact that it just, it just doesn't look as good for me. So uh, I would go on Lulu. I would be a no buy. Now you know I could be I could be wrong, but uh, I like to be kind of in sync with the market, uh, and being in sync with the market to me means that um, that we're going to be buying in areas that are strong, and right now retail is not as strong as I would like to see it. All right, let's take the next question. Thank you so very much for that last question. All right, uh, can you show the 10-minute chart of NVIDIA? Absolutely, Jay, no problem. Let's take a look at NVIDIA. Uh, now, I am not in NVIDIA. Just want to be, uh, just, just, just want to be um, absolutely, um, ab- absolutely transparent here. Okay, so this is the 10-minute chart of NVIDIA, and currently, uh, what we have is we did pull, you know, yesterday. We're, we're traded up a little bit. We traded up from about uh, 215 on up here, uh, you know, to in the um, 222 area, and we pulled back a little bit today. Here's the thing about NVIDIA. Uh, you know, we are in a downward trend, and you can definitely see this on the 10-minute chart. So currently, NVIDIA is still moving lower. Now, it did pop a little bit today, but there was a fair amount of selling there. So uh, people are selling into strength on this one. I'd be careful if I, if I owned it, I might be... Uh, you know, if I owned it, I might be, I, I would probably be selling because if we look at it overall, you know, we had, we, we, we pulled down, I'm looking at the, at the month, at the weekly chart here, it pulled down below that 200 day line. It moved up nicely, but then it's collapsed back down. So unfortunately it did not break the trend. It is still in a downward trend. So right now, NVIDIA is in a downward trend. So I, it's not a buy for me right now i mean uh, so nvidia is in a downward trend 
And I just don't like to buy stocks that are in a downward trend. I mean, there's some people that are great at doing it. Um, I'm not one of them. <laughs> I'm not one of them. I want to see it reverse and move higher before I get super interested. So right now, it just looks like it's, um, you know, it's it's continuing back. It's gone back to the same trend that it had before. And unfortunately, that's a downward trend. So if we look at the daily chart on NVIDIA, you can see it more prominently. This is the trend line that I've drawn in here for uh, NVIDIA. We moved above it nicely, but now we're moving below it. We did pull up right up to the trend line. But you know what? I don't think it's enough. There's there was a there was a lot of there's a fair amount of movement after hours, but the trend is your friend, and the trend and the trend right now on Nvidia just isn't there. It's uh, it's a downward trend, so I have to be kind of <laughs> kind of um, kind of a little bit circumstance. So I wouldn't be a buyer of Nvidia at this level. Let's look at PBR. Of course, for everyone out there in Milwaukee, that's Paps Rubin. No, I'm just kidding. PBR, PBR uh, is uh, Petrobras, which is which is the Brazilian oil company. Interesting. They, you know, they have a ton of oil apparently in Brazil. Um, I have not been an owner of Petrobras. It is an integrated oil company. This is the right area of the market to be buying in, uh, Jeet. You're definitely right about this. We want to be buying where there's strength. I did buy some Shell, which is a little bit bigger company than this one, but Petrobras is one of the biggest oil companies in the world, uh, and it's very strong. It does have an extremely good relative strength, 98. So you're definitely buying at a good in a good area. Here's, the, here's what I don't like about this currently is that I kind of want to wait for a pullback on this one. I definitely want to watch on this one. And I think that now that we're above about 15, 12, that's a good place to be. But I don't, I kind of want to find a place to buy this. Um, right now on the pattern recognition, we're just, you know, that we're just too high above that pivot, um, I think. You know, the pivot is at $10.46. We're at $16.09. We're very far above the pivot. I kind of want to wait for a little bit of a base. We may not get it on, on Petrobras, but... It does look like to me, I just, I like the stock, but I just don't like the pattern. Uh, this one, you know, really great stocks don't give you a lot of opportunity. Um, here's the thing. I'd like to see it pull back probably to at least the 10-day line. Right now, uh, currently, we're above, um, you know, we're above that 10-day line, about 4%. You, you technically can buy it within about 5% of the 10-day line, but I just, I don't know about this. I would... I would kind of hold that back on it. Let's see if it trades closer to the 21-day line. The 21-day line on this one is 1487. So let's see if we get a little bit of a pullback. This is when this is when you want to buy in a pullback, not on not as not as it's. Uh, so we want to wait for a pullback on this one. I would watch list this one. Uh, so for PBR, uh, you know, I I basically would be looking uh, looking to for a watch watch list. So PBR. And wait for a pullback, and that's kind of you know that's kind of my my take on it. You really want to wait for that pullback um, to the twenty one day line. The twenty one day line is of course at fourteen eighty seven. So that's kind of what I would do. Uh, that that's 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 kind of what I would do there on 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 that. Let's see, um, CHK. 
So I wouldn't be a buyer of PBR. Wait for the pullback on PBR. C-R-K. Uh, Let's look at that real quick. And that is Comstock. This is a domestic producer. So interesting because this is based in Frisco, Texas, which is right up the road from here. This one also looking very, very uh, good, but it's extended. Um, basically, this is extended, as you can see. Uh, the last real chance to buy it was on this cup with handle at ten um, fifty-seven. So I, again, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be buying this one either. This is a little bit extended. I do like the area that it's in, ninety-nine percent. That's looking great. Uh, but looking at this chart, this one's extended too. So I, I you know, I just wouldn't. I, I, I would wait. I, I would wait for this one. Oops. Uh, this one, you know, Comstock Resources, um, CRK. Is, is basically the same situation that you had with Petrobras, and that is you really need to watch this as someone waited for it to come back to the 10-day line. It really needs to pull back, you know, possibly and settle a little bit uh, before because if you buy it here, there's a very high likelihood it will pull back probably either to the 10-day or the 21-day line and then continue its, its run up. But uh, this is also a very good stock. It's in a great area. This area is 12 out of a 197. Now, uh, there are some, let's see, I just kind of want to give you some alternatives here. Um, one that I kind of like is FANG, and this is the um, Midland, Texas-based uh, company. Now, this isn't, the, this isn't uh, as, this isn't, it's a little bit different pattern here. What I like about this one is that even though it's well above the buy point, it's done some consolidation, it's pulled back to that, a uh, very important 40-day line, and it's now starting to make its move upward. Definitely, I think you could buy this one based on where it is. I think this is likely to move higher based on what I'm seeing. Fang, F-A-N-G. This is in uh, the same group, um, and I do think that this one possibly is uh, looking very good. One of the things I do like about this, and I read a little note on this, very interesting. They were able to, to offer... Uh, $720 million, this is a lot of money, of um, of 4.25% uh, senior notes. And so this is one I think that uh, you might want to take a look at. I did I did have some a position here. I did sell it at a profit. I probably shouldn't have. Look at this. It just moved right back up. This is one of the reasons you want to always try to buy on that pullback. It pulled above and then it pulled back and then... You know, it pulled up, and then I sold it, and I should have hang, hung on because it just continued to go up. I think this one could go higher. Uh, this one is called Fang, F-A-N-G, or Diamondback. So that's that's one of the ones that uh, that you might want to look at. All right, let's see. Let's take a question from TikTok. Okay, HCC. All right, very good. Thank you. Oh, and the other one yeah, I, well, that I was talking about, America Home for Rent, that's A-M-H. AMH is the symbol for that one. Okay, great. Um, TSM. All right, we could take a look at T um, A and D. No, it's um, all right. You think it's still? <laughs> do you think still the Earth is still flat? Probably. Um, all right. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, do you think? Um, what? <laughs> okay, AMD. Okay, let's look at AMD. Here's the thing. I just have been really. Uh, not in the techs. Uh, why? Because they just aren't performing as well. And I want to, you know, we took a look uh, at the beginning of the show a little bit 
at uh, NVIDIA. Let's take a look at AMD. AMD is just a heartbreaker. I've been in and out of this one so many times, and I tell you, it is still in a downward trend, unfortunately. I just, I hate to say that, but it's such a great company. But, you know, higher interest rates are going to cause stocks like AMD to move lower. Why? Because they had very, they were very, very high multiple stocks. And the high multiple stocks right now, uh, with the higher interest rates, are just getting getting assassinated, unfortunately. And uh, I like AMD. I've, uh, as you can see, I've owned it. Um, their sales are going up just great. They, their, their profits are going up. There's nothing wrong with the company, but, you know, when you have a high P.E. ratio, and, and actually AMD isn't that bad at 34, uh, it's still, this area just isn't doing as well. So I would stick out of the techs right now until we get some better signs. Right now, the Semiconductor Fabulous is 122 out of 197. <coughs> this group is falling. Uh, capital is moving out of this area of the market. The, the areas that are are seeing inflows are oil and gas, fertilizer, some of the REITs because of their returns, and uh, I also so those are the kind of that's kind of where you got to look. You got to look at relatively the boring low PE stocks. Mining is also doing well, uh, but you know when you have when you have uh, anything with a PE typically right now above about twenty five is being punished even if it's a great company. So that's just the that's just the long and the short of it. That's kind of how it kind of how it uh, has been has <laughs> been working. All right. Why Dollar Tree and not Dollar General? Well, they're both good. Both of these are good. Let's look at DG. Um I just thought Dollar Dollar Tree was in a be- had a better chart position uh than the but uh, Dollar Tree was a little bit better in terms of their their chart position but let's look at let's look at uh at, at at Dollar General Dollar General is buyable too by the way definitely buyable um and it's right at the top of its buy range what I did with Dollar Tree is I bought right in the buy range but uh, with Dollar with Dollar General you could definitely buy here now it I there's certain things about this stock it's got a relative strength of 88 I'm going to go over here to Dollar Tree. I'm going to show you this DLTR. I just chose the better of the two, I think. Um, with Dollar Tree, we we bought it. Now, when I bought it, when I bought Dollar Tree, let's show you where I bought Dollar Tree. I don't know if you can Yeah, hopefully you can see this on the chart. Yeah, I bought it right as it was exiting the buy zone, okay, and it's moved up since then. So you could argue, you could, you could argue the Dollar General is in the same situation. This came out of a very, very nice consolidation. Part of the reason I bought Dollar Tree and not Dollar General was because we came out of this consolidation. This is almost picture perfect in terms of if you're looking at a chart. This pulled all the way up to about 180. Then it pulled back. It bounced off that that 21-day line, and then, boom, it went up right from there. So as it was bouncing, that's where I'm going. So this is always what I'm trying to look for in this market. So I'm like looking for a stock that has come above, pulled back to the pulled back to the uh, typically the 21 day line, gotten strength there, and then pushed up. And I try to buy it as it's coming up. And as you can see, it definitely. Also, another thing I did is I bought it on the heavier volume. Now, if we go back to Dollar General DG, that one may present maybe not the quite similar. Uh, uh, similar, but 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 definitely a good opportunity. This one is at the top of the buy range, 
which is a good thing. And it has what they call railroad tracks. This is where it's kind of trying to make a trying to make a move. Right now, this one is going to move above about that one, you know, 150 level, and that's probably where to buy it. Uh, it is not as clean a uh, it's not as clean as a, ch a chart as uh, as Dollar Tree um, as Dollar Tree is. So that's part of the reason I bet. So this is a little bit more volatile. So that's the reason, <laughs> in a nutshell, that I bought Dollar Tree as opposed to Dollar General. So and uh, we're basically you know basically right at five percent above the buy point on a cup and handle uh, format. So you definitely could buy Dollar Tree here. I bought I bought uh, Dollar General here. I bought Dollar Tree. Why? Because it had a better chart. Now it's, unfortunately Dollar Tree is extended. So probably if you do want to buy in this area, you probably gonna you probably need to look at Dollar General. All right. Uh, okay. Well, I am almost out of time. Almost 45 minutes gone, 45 minutes. I'll be back tomorrow, um, by the way, everybody. I'll be back tomorrow at 5 o'clock and kind of showing you how I'm doing, what I'm buying, and taking your questions, of course, here. If you want to get on the action trailer, it's very, very easy to do. I show this every time, but uh, all you have to do is go over to www.dallastradingfloor.com. And oops, oh, that's the wrong that's the wrong one too. Um, you just have to go to www.dallastradingfloor first and last name and email address and get on the free action trade alerts. Uh, also, if you're interested in the Discord room, that's available as well. You just go to, to uh, Dallas Trading Floor. There's a button for it. If you're watching on TikTok, super easy. Just go to the profile, click on the link, first and last name and email address, and we'll get you set up on the. Uh, on the uh, the list. Also, please, please, please. I think that was a Beatles song. Please, 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 please. Right. Um, we want to go. Uh, let's see if we got it. Uh, and that would be. Please like. <laughs> please like us because it gets us out to a lot of people. We have a lot of people, and we want to have a lot more. Of course. Uh, so please like this. It helps us a lot. Subscribe if you're on uh, YouTube and TikTok or anything else. Subscribe uh, as well. That's, it helps us out a lot. So please, But please like us. That really helps us and the algorithm get out to a lot of people. So I'll be back tomorrow at 5. Thanks, everybody, for taking a look today. Tell your friends, of course, about Dallas Trading Floor. Happy trading. <laughs>